0: Channels, you know, you go back fifty, sixty years, we didn't have any, you know, uh, and uh, but uh, all of a sudden there's just so much to do, so many things to do, and and uh, but Grandpa would tell me, and I've heard Brother Hagen talk about it too, that the, the sinners would go to church. If you had revival, the sinners would go and hang out outside. There wasn't there wasn't nothing else to do. <laughs> Hallelujah! I mean, in, in Sparks, well, you know, you think about it hallelujah so they'd, they'd, they'd uh, hang out there praise God and uh, the things of God are are, are going to become popular again I believe that with all my heart and I believe for those who've weathered the storm uh, there's going to be great reward for us amen I've, uh, I've got some things on my heart that, that are subject to change I feel all kinds of stirred every different kind of way hallelujah Uh, I know, uh, I know, uh, I used to always really remember every time I stepped on the pulpit, of course I'm not stepping up on nothing here, but every time I stepped up on there, it it always hit me to another degree, to another level. And uh, I've just, the last couple weeks, just really become more mindful of that in a stronger way. Praise God. So that's good. And, and, you know, that's related to the people listening, people being hungry. Amen. And uh, we need to be praying and interceding for there's so many more hungry people that need to be here and hear this because this is truth. The Word of God is true. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the Word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The Word of God is alive. Amen. It's not another book. It's, you know, it's really more than the book. I mean, it is the bestseller. Hallelujah of all times. But it's alive. Amen. If it is believed, if it is read and believed, that is what puts God into action. Faith is what puts God into action. You can't read The Wizard of Oz and get a manifestation. Or Alice in Wonderland or whatever your classic piece of literature is that that you enjoy. Moby Dick, I don't know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the Bible, if it is alive and powerful. And uh, it, 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 it pierces the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and is discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. The, the Word of God will tell you what are soulish thoughts and what are spiritual thoughts. Because every thought you have is not from God. If the angel of the Lord transforms himself... I mean, the devil transforms himself. Satan transforms himself into an angel of light to deceive you. So the Word of God helps us tell what's a lie and what's right because we'll hear things and we'll feel things and think things. And so it's essential, amen, uh, to have a relationship with the Word of God and and to uh, let that be an ongoing, ever-increasing relationship, the path of the just is like the bright and shining light it gets brighter and brighter until the end so i want to start with that the word of god is alive it's vital to you it's the most important thing it's the most important asset that we have i've i've read where in china and places where they're oppressed and not able to have open church like this that you know they write stuff down if somebody says something that's from the Bible or about the Bible. They write it down on pieces of paper and they carry those little pieces of paper with them and they cherish them. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. And we got Bibles on in hopefully in every bedroom. Some of us do. Praise <laughs> God. Bibles <laughs> everywhere. I mean I got so many Bibles on my iPad, I got ever access to about every translation that ever has been. Praise yeah. God. If you want to take time to study it, but it is so essential. To learn to put the Word of God first. Yes. Amen, Everything goes better when you put the Word of God first. Yes. It, 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 it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The Word of God will find you out and help you and point you in the right direction. Amen, The Word is good, God is good, so the Word is good. Yes. A lot of people, a lot of people get the mentality from church people that the Bible's just there to point out all my sins point out all my wickedness to shine a light on all my wickedness i don't like the word of god and that's why i thought i didn't want no preacher to come talk to me because i didn't think he's going to tell me good news i thought he's going to tell me i was going to hell and i knew i was going to hell he wasn't going to tell me nothing new but if he would have come with the right message he told me i didn't have to go to hell amen and the devil was a liar and a deceiver and uh, i thought i was living the good life but i didn't have a clue Hallelujah, and I—I I, I mean, I'll just be honest with you. I—I I, I oftentimes thought, if this is the good life, why am I so miserable? Right. Amen. I couldn't even—I couldn't even do sin right, and I didn't get the—I didn't get the ecstasy that the, that the, some people appeared to be getting. Amen. I mean, I—I I never found the 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 pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. And God in His goodness and His mercy kept me alive. He's good, saints. (laughs) I I can't stand here and tell you enough how good He is and how much He he loved me when I was like that. Amen. 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 And no doubt many times watched over me because as I, I look back over my wretched past before Christ, I know there were times God's hand had to be on me. I thought sometimes... I really did. I thought sometimes, man, I'm like 007 or something. You know, I'm, I'm nearly invincible because I'd get in stuff that I shouldn't have come out of and a lot of times just come out nearly unscathed. Amen. When people were bleeding and hurting and in the hospital. Amen. And it wasn't because it wasn't I was Chuck Norris. Amen. And it wasn't because I was outrunning everybody either. Amen. I just some way or another, God kept me. Amen. Somebody got hit with a tire iron, but it wasn't me. Hallelujah. Thank God. Now, now, God is good. That's all I can say. He is good. And His Word is alive. Let's look at Matthew. i got, I got some things. I want to talk about connecting. you got to connect to God. See, I can tell you He's good, but you don't get the goodness until you connect. See, if I had, if I had a plug-in that was 240 there in the wall... And you had your RV parked outside with all the modern conveniences, microwave and satellite TV and all that stuff, air-conditioned. And, and, and I, I got the power right there that you need, and you have the need, but in order for you to get the power, you got to get it plugged in. Amen. And all the promises belong to us, but we got to get connected to them. Yes. And this is, this is why the devil fights so hard. This is why he fights the Word of God. This is why he fights the Word of God so, so very much. Because he don't want us to know who we are and what belongs to us. Amen. And he wants to keep us confused. You know, when it said they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel, you know, that doesn't mean that they were just wicked and everything and God said, you ain't getting nothing from me. That's not how that worked. Amen. Satan knows that he can't stop God's blessing. But if He can trick you into thinking wrong, you don't plug in. You got to plug in your hand. And you got all the needs. But you ain't got no power. Amen. Hallelujah. We got we to find out how to plug in and stay plugged in yes. and, and realize that, you know, He's sneaking around when you're not looking trying to unplug it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 5.13. And glorify your Father in heaven, Amen. Amen. When our light's shining, we're we're a magnet for God. We draw people to God, not run them off, Amen. The love of God will draw people, Amen. You know I've been uh, praying and talking, and He told me in my vision to show uh, uh, South Central Kentucky in the world who Jesus really is. Well, more than anything else, He is love. Amen. And He loves unconditionally. Amen. And He's not judging anybody for anything that they've ever done or that they're presently doing. He is love. Amen. we got to get that because, well, I mean, we're, we're humans. Yes. Amen. If you rub pat my back, I'll pat yours. But if you cross me, then, then that's different. But that's not the way God is because we've, we've all crossed Him and we've been crossing Him ever since Adam transgressed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But they're to see our good works, and, and that's just the life of God flowing in us. Amen. And uh, glorify your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there's a turn. By the Holy Ghost, there's a turn coming for this country. This country is the, the preeminent. This country is a forerunner country. Amen. And uh, God's stirring people. Amen, and people are praying, and, and, and uh, we are so blessed compared to what Andrew read, yeah. and, and there's countries right now that aren't a whole lot better off than what he read. Right. Uh, Famine because of wicked leaders, yeah. because of uh, illicit governments. Yeah. They sell themselves. It's the best for everybody. Mm-hmm. But then just a little while down the road, it's not the best for everybody. Amen. Hallelujah. The only kingdom, monarchical kingdom that will ever work is the kingdom of heaven because the king is love. Any earthly king, he's not love. He's he's a man or a woman and it just don't work. And this is why we must pray and I wish everybody could see this and understand this. Democracy is the best Mm -hmm. government in the world. Our... uh, our democracy the way it was designed it's the best that man can do but it was designed by godly honest moral men to be operated in function by godly moral men and women amen and the downfall of it is the negative thing of it is if the leaders aren't godly and moral amen and then they sway the people See, they don't want to be perverts all by themselves. They want to push that down our throats and make us think that we have to accept that and everything's all right. Amen? Do you understand that? Hallelujah. If they just wanted to do it, they'd just stay in the darkness. Amen? But no, they got to they gotta tell our children, you know, when they're 11 years old or 5 years old, you know, you're going to have to figure out now whether you're a boy or a girl. Well, heck, I thought that was settled when I was born, and they named me. (laughs) They named me Joe. They didn't name me Sue, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Seems to me that they say we're confusing them with our morals, but they're confusing them with their hell. Hell on 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 wheels. wheels. Amen. Whoo. 2 Corinthians 4 and 3. We know these things, but faith comes by hearing. But if our gospel, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perish gospel gospel's good news, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants, for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory. Of God in the face of Jesus Christ, Amen. The God of this world has blinded their minds, and He's blinded a bunch of Christians' minds because the the religious spirit, and and we need to be praying to overcome this because there are so many people. There are so many people. They're they're. Uh, it's kind of like they're herding cows, you know. In uh, 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 you know. Any word of faith type, or uh, they tell them, "Oh, that's not of God." They're just out to get your money. They're just trying to control and manipulate, you know. And uh, any negative thing they hear on any preacher like that is magnified. Amen. But we don't talk much about our own. Don't talk about that. Let's not talk. Amen. But it's, it's, it's just to separate and divide. Amen. And I'm telling you something, as children of God, we need to think more about being critical and judgmental. God's the one going to pull the switch. God's, Jesus is the only one that went to the cross. Amen. Now, I mean, if you're in a place and a bunch of weird stuff's going on and you're feeling like you need to get out of there, you, you, you might need to get out of there. But I'm talking about don't be spreading gospel. I mean, gossip, yes. Lord. And, and dwelling on that, what does it matter? Amen, you know, Jesus said it like this, get the log out of your eye that you might be able to see to get the splinter out of somebody else's eye. Right. Amen. So I've had people, t- you know, t- t- tell me, what are you doing? And, and I said, well, I'm, I'm casting out logs. <laughs> I've been praying, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And uh, man, them splinters can get big, boy. Hallelujah. Uh, if our gospel's failed, it's failed to those who are perishing. Uh, whose mind the God of this age has blinded you, do not believe. But so, so many believers don't believe in healing because somebody told them in church, oh, stay away from those people. They speak with the other tongue. They speak in tongues. They've got drums in the church. It's a jungle beat. One missionary said it was demonic. It was the same music they used to, to, you know, I'm sorry if they had the same kind of bongo we had. I'm so, I'm sorry. But that don't mean it's demonic. Hallelujah. And I mean, you can play something satanic on a guitar. Or you can play something that glorifies God. Amen. Hallelujah. But just anything to separate and control, that's witchcraft. That's wickedness. Amen. And, uh, you know, we've got to learn to be led by the Spirit. We haven't had enough teaching and demonstration of being led by the Spirit, so we resort to that and we resort to that kind of stuff. But I believe a lot of that stuff's going to get healed. I believe the glory is going to shine brighter than anything we've ever seen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to be like when the magicians threw down their snakes. Amen. Moses threw down his rod and it became a snake the, ma- the wicked magicians threw down their rods they became snakes it looked like oh well there's two of them only one of us looked like we'd lost but God's snake ate the other snakes yeah, <laughs> turned into a rod and Moses picked it back up hallelujah I believe our God, our God is alive his word yes, is alive is. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me give you a little tidbit I got the, the, this will really really truly help for you if you'll lay hold of this and pray about it and begin to work it out in your life. People want circumstances to change so they can be happy. Okay, I mean, think about it. Is that that, that kind of fits. You know, if, if I didn't have this problem, oh boy. If I didn't have that problem or if I didn't have this pain, hallelujah, I'd really be doing good. Let's, let's, I'm going to read that part again and then I'm going to read part two. People want circumstances to change so they can be happy. We need to get happy, then the circumstances will change. And that is really the way the kingdom of God works. You believe and you receive. Whatso- whatsoever things you pray, believing you will receive them. You've got to believe it, and then it comes to pass. And if you believe it, if you believe you have the answer, you're not really worried about it or troubled about it anymore if you really believe. Amen. So let me read that again so you might want to write that down. People want circumstances to change so they can be happy. We need to get happy. Then the circumstances will change. And I can promise you that that is the truth. I've proven this a couple times. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. More than once. Glory to God. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 2. Again, we love the epistles. This is where we live. This is for us. Glory to God. Then I'm going to give you some things that will help you connect. I'm talking about really being connected. Hallelujah. If you're really connected by faith, then you will be happy. Hallelujah. You know, Paul said, I think myself happy. King Agrippa, he he was jailed and chained and said, I thank myself happy, old King Agrippa. <laughs> Glory <laughs> to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. God. And you, he, I, saw, I saw a picture of a church that had a big sign that said joy. And I just fixed on that. Yeah. I said, my goodness. We need that. <coughs> we need one of those. <laughs> amen. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. We can come church and get happy, amen, then we go home and your husband will look better your wife will look better amen <laughs> your job will look better <laughs> praise god hallelujah the dog will look better i think myself happy ephesians 2 v- verse 1 uh, uh, this is a short chapter and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins hallelujah who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us set together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. By grace you've been saved through faith, Hallelujah. that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. lest anyone should. You can't do anything to earn your salvation except believe and confess amen uh, verse 10 in the amplified if you, you know I would say this all the time but faith comes by hearing amen you know I, I sat in there this morning and Keith, Keith Moore said one thing put me, in another, put me on another page mm-hmm. one phrase yeah. hallelujah that's, way, that's, that's how alive this word is amen mm-hmm. <sighs> amplified classic for we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined and planned beforehand for us, taking paths which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. God is so good, He wants us to live the good life. And so, if we'll seek Him and stay close to Him, Acknowledge Him in all our ways and let Him direct our paths. We can live the good life. Amen. The devil's a liar when they think that uh, drugs and alcohol and wickedness is the good life. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, uh, I've got a few scriptures here. Is this helping y'all? Yes, sir. Philippians 2 and 12. Therefore, my beloved brethren, as you have always obeyed, Not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing. That you may become blameless and harmless children of God. Without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Among whom you shine as lights in the world. Now now that's real deep, but I, I, I want you to focus on... Uh, one real thing here. As you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, we just saw that that, that works aren't part of our salvation. That's not how we get it. But we work out our salvation. Uh, you know, you, you have to feed on this word and believe this word and, and, and get it settled. Get it settled. I mean, when some of you ladies go to make biscuits, you don't just... Put a little pile of flour and a little pile of whatever goes in it. Now you, know, you got to mix it up. Roll it and do it and do it, you know, do it the way you do it. And then you get a good biscuit, amen. But it don't just happen. It's got to be. And so every one of us, amen, every one of us is different. Every one of us is called to something different. But we need to be mindful of him. And now, now this is the deal. His will is better than anything you could ever come up with. So you need to learn. As young people, I I, I heard somewhere recently that uh, the decision-making process is really not even complete in a 25-year-old to make mature, sound decisions. Amen, it's still still a process. It's nearing, but it's it's still a process. Amen. So young people, you need to really learn to hear the Holy Ghost because because your decision-making is compromised anyway. But you need, you know, thank God for the Word and loving people to guide you and learn to submit. The world don't submit. Right. Amen. The world doesn't submit. Some of these young people, you can't tell them nothing. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. They'll, they'll, they'll sass. and They sass mama. They sass daddy. They sass grandma. They sass the dog. And when they get to school, they sass the teacher and they sass the principal. Because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. Supposed to honor our parents and respect them because you need them. Yes. The devil tried to tell you, I, I know I'm smart, I got a, I got a degree. You, well, good for you. Right. Amen, but you still ain't got no sense. <laughs> Hallelujah, you still need help. Amen, you still need some love and guidance. Yes. Amen, I'm, you know, I'm around 60. And 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 uh, I need guidance and correction from the Word of God, yes. and from my I have my pastor, yes. Amen. And I have a company, yes. Amen. And I have my God too, yes. Amen. And I've learned and figured out, Amen. You know, you might as well just talk to Him like like you're talking to somebody else, even more so because you you can hide something from somebody, but you can't hide nothing from Him. Amen, he already knows. Now, now listen, he'll let you think you are. Yeah. <laughs> but he knows. And he loves you. Yes, he, does. he loves you. Hallelujah. You sneaking and slipping and beeping around, amen, and he still loves you. Right. Hallelujah, and, and, and how much more does he love you when you turn to him? I mean, he, did, he just wants what's best for you, and he loves it that you turn to him because then he can get it to you because then you stop limiting God right. in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 13, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Both to will and to do uh, for his good pleasure. So if, if, you're, if you're drawing nigh to God, which we should be, it ought to be automatic. It ought to be a, it's just part of being a Christian. Amen. Just like, just like being a, a, a baby, as soon as they get three or four years old and they see other kids that are seven riding bicycles, they want that. Amen, and then when they see him riding a motorcycle, they want that. Amen, hallelujah, then when they see a car, they want that. Amen, it's a progression to want to grow. And when you're born again, you're as newborn babes. Amen, desire the sincere miracle of the Word of God. Then you grow, 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 grow. It's a growing, coming to maturity. Amen, hallelujah. But this says, it is God who works in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. And and what I want to say is this. It it says, draw nigh unto Him, and He will draw nigh unto you. Do you know, uh, 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 we just might as well be honest, God's in charge here and He knows. Amen. Your flesh don't always want to do what's right. right. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes your flesh wants to be easy and take another way. Amen. Something that would be easier. Uh, uh, you know, something that doesn't take so much faith. But listen, what this says, God is working in us uh, both to will and to do for His good pleasure. As you walk with God and spend time with God, He's working on your will. And the more you give yourself to something, the stronger it becomes. And the more you pull yourself away from uh, something, the stronger it becomes. You know, I I, I know this is true because I remember I loved... uh, I loved uh, shooting bows, and I loved competing uh, in 3D archery. And you know, somebody, one of the old guys I shot with in Cumberland County, made a post the other day and mentioned me, and said he always loved to shoot with me. That uh, Johnny Carter, uh, he said, because I was always in a rush because I had to get back for church. And he said he knows sometimes I practice my sermons on him, but he said he loved to be around me. Amen. <sighs> Hallelujah, and, uh, and he said he knew uh, that, that uh, we were going to be in a hurry. You know, you can, you can go slow or go fast, you know, and we was always at a pretty good clip because if the bow shoot was on Sunday and I wanted it, it the only bow shoot for miles around, I had to do it on Sunday, you know, because that was, I thought I did, you know. Praise God, but I was praying, seeing, I was praying and I was preaching and witnessing the whole time around, so I guess I got by with it. Amen hallelujah uh, but, but I, I remember and I remember bow hunting I love bow hunting I remember sitting there sometimes thinking will I always do this will I always love this will this always be a part of my life and I said oh I can't imagine it not being but then there come a time when I hit a golf ball and there wasn't time for a bow and arrow and a golf club at the same time and the, and the golf club I mean, I mean the, the arrows gave way to golf clubs Hallelujah. You know, and, and uh, so, so that's, the way, that's the way things are. But as you, as you draw nigh to God, He works in you to will, to do for His good pleasure. Amen. You become willing and obedient. Not just obedient, but willing and obedient. And you're happy, and you couldn't be happy doing any other thing other than helping people and uh, obeying and honoring God. Amen. Do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation uh, whom you shine as lights in the world. Now here's another little one. I just really uh, saw this. And I believe in the grace message as much as anybody possibly can. We are saved by grace through faith. It's a gift of God. You can't earn it. We can't make a bunch of church rules. If you keep these rules, you'll be saved. If you break them, then you're not saved. We can't do uh, We can't do that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I lost it all. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Ah. Where was I going there? I got to clear that all out. Start over. Uh I believe in the grace message. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh as much as anybody does And uh, I needed the grace message, and everybody does. We are saved by grace through faith. It's the gift of God. We just read that. But some have have taken it as a license to sin and not to really live for God, just to do whatever they want to do. Thank you, Jesus. That was confusing for a minute. Uh, thank you for staying with me. Uh, but uh, uh, we've got to take the whole concept of God's Word. Grace is a vital part. It's the beginning part. But it's just the beginning. It's not the end. And and now God's grace is real, and if somebody never does find out any better, you know, uh, there, there's so much love and mercy in God. I, uh, I can't even address that. Amen. And that that's up to God. And we're talking about the blood covers all sin, and it does. But uh, I, I I don't think it's right, and I can I can't as a pastor stand here and tell you. You just live any way you want to live and everything's going to be all right. I've got to tell you that I, what the Scripture says, what the New Covenant says, rightly divided. So let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. And it says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness, and what accord has Christ with Belial, or the devil? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has a temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and I will walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. So in other words, there's supposed to be a difference between the Christian and the unbeliever. So much that it's obviously noticeable. And he's saying here, you really don't need to spend all your time hanging out with heathens once you've been made righteous. Amen. If you're not going in there on a mission to win them, you know, to hit and retreat, you know, it, uh, then you don't need to, you just don't need to do it. And little girls aren't going to get Elroy saved. I don't care how good looking he is. It, God's not calling you to do that, uh, to throw your life away and and marry somebody that's godless. And, and uh, young men, he's not calling you to uh, to... to To get some flus he saved. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to God. Does that make sense to anybody? Don't hang out with them too much. You know, I think it'd be wise before you went in a business partnership with a total unbeliever. Why? Why would that be right? If I'm a heathen and Wes is a Christian and we're going to go in business, we're both putting up the same amount of money. But since I'm not a Christian and I don't honor God then I don't honor God's Word, and really, I'm my own God. Mm-hmm. So then really, what I say becomes my own truth. Right. And it may not be the truth, but it's my truth. Right. So in other words, a lost person is way more likely to lie and be dishonest. Yes. And so now we got this deal, bud, and he's wanting to be straight, honest, and, and tell, well, we got to tell them about this, we got to tell them, No, we don't. No, we ain't going to tell them that. We're going to tell them what they want to hear. And we are gonna make a killing on this one, and he said, "No, we're not. I'm not doing nothing dishonest. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The 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 commotion that can be there, and in, in the same way in a marriage. And if you're already married, you need to pray for him to get saved. Yeah. Hard, yeah. and 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 kick yourself in the butt for not being in the church that taught you the difference. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah! I'll just stop right there on that." Therefore, come out from among them among them, and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean. Don't, don't stay in that mess. Don't get around unclean wickedness. And it's everywhere. Yes. And I will receive you. And I will be a father to you. And you shall be my sons and my daughters, says the Lord Almighty. What a promise. What a blessing, and then there's no chapters and verses there, so if you keep on reading, the next verse says, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So, you know, somebody will say, Well, it don't really say you have to live right, or you have to do this, or have to do all that. Well, what does this say? And are the last passages I just read? We're drawn n- nigh unto God. We're getting closer to God. And it says, since we've got all these promises, and there's all kinds of them. Amen. He wants us blessed and healed and, and, and uh, uh, prospering in every way. So therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the Spirit. We do that by the washing of water by His Word, loving His Word, seeking Him, walking with Him, perfecting holiness or bringing to complete holiness. And holiness is not a bun. Right. It's, it's more than a bun. A bun is a, mis- uh, is a re- representation of it, of what was. Amen. But holiness is being dedicated and consecrated to God. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah, we're bought with the price. Therefore, glorify God in our spirit. And I believe that's in, I believe uh, if we go back and read uh, 2 Corinthians 6, you might find that. Hallelujah. So you understand that. I'm working on it. Yes. Let, me, let me throw that out there plain. He's still working on me. He's still working on you. We're not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not perfect. And I don't know if I'm ever going to step up on that level and be perfect. Amen. But I'm drawing nigh and I'm not stopping. Amen. I'm not quitting. I need Him. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to walk with Him and talk with Him uh, all the days of my life. And I'm going to be doing it, working to complete this to where I'm totally, constantly, consistently dedicated to God. And He's working on my will to be that. Yes. That's what I want. I mean, that's what my spirit man wants. My flesh may not. Amen all the time. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Psalm 11, we're all f- uh, familiar with this. Glory to God. We're doing good. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sets in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Glory to God. Amen. Don't, don't let sinners influence you. Don't, don't let the, what the world says... Influence you and influence the way you're thinking. Praise God, or some crazy, crazy person with with uh, crazy ideas. Hot propaganda works, so we're just subject to it as human beings. You know, if somebody keeps talking enough nonsense. If if you don't get away from it, you'll 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 fall for it. Yeah. It's just the way that, and the devil knows it. He's the father of liars. Yeah. Whatever he does. When you seek God and desire to do things God way, when you're working on perfecting holiness, amen, He's helping you will for His good pleasure. Amen. Uh, then whatever you do will prosper. It promises that. Prosperity is of this covenant. Prosperity is not evil. It's not wicked. It's not God's will for us to be poor and live from paycheck to paycheck and can't afford this and can't afford that and have to get everything from the rental center Amen. And run back and forth to the Pay... Uh, the payday loan place. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And just be bound and beat up. Amen. And then it winds up right now. Nowadays, it winds up where you'd be better off to just have a breakdown and trust the government. Because you come out better. Amen. I mean, I, I promise this is the God's honest truth. I was in another county at lunchtime sitting in the booth. Bunch of high school kids come in. It was get, this time of year getting close to graduation. And they all started saying, what are you going to do after graduation? One of them said, well, I'm going to go to Western. Amen. One of them said, I'm going to go down here at the cement plant and get a job. one of them said, well, I'm going to get a crazy (laughs) check. Such high ambition. (laughs) Hallelujah. And he's probably doing better than all of them. Hallelujah. Prosperity is the will of God for your life as a child of God. Now listen. Spiritually mature Christians understand that spiritual wealth is greater than material wealth. Because when you get the spiritual wealth working, the material wealth will come. And see, God doesn't care for us having things. He just don't want things to have us. Because there's some people right now, Well, Junior got a bigger boat than me. Dear God. I'm not going to be able to sleep at night till I get a bigger one. You know, I'm going to go down to a boat dealer right now. I don't care if it costs me an arm and a leg. and I'm going to get me a bigger one. You know, then, then stuff has you. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with having stuff but letting stuff have you and you're after stuff. And see if you get after stuff so bad, then when you're in business, come on, man, we got to make this deal. I got to have this money. I got to have this deal. I'm going to be in big trouble if we don't have this deal. Come on, man, don't you care? No, man, I'm going to do what's right. Listen, you're not my friend. What are you doing? I, that's how you are. See how you are? You know, and just get in all this stuff because pressure, financial stuff puts on you because you don't do things God's way. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. Find you a spirit-filled, tongue-talking business partner. Yes, that's right. That ties. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Well, I think we ought to tithe off this business. You you what? (laughs) I think we ought to give 10% of all the profit that comes in off this business to the Lord. You what? You got to be crazy. You're going to clash. You're going to clash. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, God wants us blessed. He's a a blessing-minded God. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 let me read Isaiah 60 real quick, and I'm going to get into my last stuff. Arise, shine, for your light has is come. Isaiah 60, prophetically talking about this day. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and His glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your son shall come from afar and your daughter shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant and your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you and the wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Now listen, there are scriptures about it. I don't have, I'm not going to go into all of it. But in the last days the glory of the Lord will shine and the wealth of the world, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Yes. So the wealth of the Gentiles will be transferred to the righteous. So you just let that old guy go on and do his own business and if he stays out of jail, you'll get, it, you'll get it someday anyway. Yes. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, Jesus is coming back for a church that's full of His glory. Yes. That, that means He's not coming back for a broke bunch of people just barely getting by. Oh, we just pray we'll make it till next week. <sighs> Y'all pray for us. Hallelujah. You're always in need. Amen. This word will work. And I'm going to tell you how to connect. Amen. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and He adds no sorrow with it. This is in the Bible. And, and see, there's, there's Christians that say, well, oh, that prosperity gospel... That prosperity gospel—they don't even know what they're talking about. They just heard some some other un uh, unscrupulous because they're not thinking. They're trying to preserve and protect. Person say that, so then they pick it up and they say it. Yeah, they don't. It, it don't matter. And we don't need that spirit in the church. We're all on the same side. We're supposed to be. Ah. <sighs> uh, Debt is financial leprosy. The curse in the old covenant was poverty, sickness, and death. Debt is financial leprosy. It's part of the curse. Amen. Now, now listen, there's nothing wrong with having a, a, a reasonable mortgage, but don't, don't get a house that you can't afford because you've got to keep up with the Joneses. Amen. Amen. Well, you could have a house for $500 payment, but you'd like this fancier one. You know, because it had a fish pond in the backyard, and so you, you, you pay an 1100 and you could just barely afford the 500 right. Amen. That house isn't so pretty after a month or two. Right. Just telling you. Or same way with the car. Yes. That one's got more buttons and more chrome, but it's six $700 more a month. You, you don't need that. Right. Amen. Get you one that'll get you up and down the road and believe God to prosper you, and, 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 or you can pay cash. Amen. Now, if you've got a job that you have to get to, you need something dependable, and you might need to do that, but that's working out your own salvation, praying, I'm not, I'm not gonna con- trying to control you. I'm just trying to say, everything that's going on in this world, like Andrew said, we're, we're blessed. It's not that bad. But what if? What if a donkey's head? Amen. What you going to do then? Well, if you ain't got no debt and you got your bills paid, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to be a whole lot easier. Amen. And it's going to be a whole lot easier not to take that mark. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm just saying. Yeah. If it, I don't know how that's going to come. I believe we're going to miss that. I really do. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Some people can take a scripture here and a scripture there and try to say this and try to say that in my heart. Amen. You know, uh, I don't believe it's important for man to, to suffer wrath. Amen. I believe he's going to make a way for us. Glory to God. Yes. And uh, if he shows me different, I'll let you all know. But I'm, 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 I'm still, I'm still that trumpet's going to sound first. Then the tribulation's going to come. Yes. Hallelujah. I believe it's trying to come. I believe the tribulation is trying to come, and it's, it's, it's knocking on, trying to squeeze in. But only now that which will let, will let, and that's the Holy Spirit that's in the church. And then when the church is gone, the Holy Ghost is gone, and then all that turmoil is going to come. Amen. We don't want to be part of that. Debt is financial leprosy. It's part of the curse. Your debt will disappear when you declare your blessing, when you connect to your blessing, and, and seek him first. God is able to bless you above your income and above your salary, and above your fixed income. If you'll trust Him and honor Him, He'll make a way. Amen. Don't reason with God. Don't try to figure it out how He's going to bless you. Just believe His Word. Connect with Him. Stay with it. Now, now, now I think seven or eight things to connect to, in order to experience the fullness of the blessing. How you got to connect with it. You have to believe the Bible. There is no room for, for for you in your life to even doubt it, to even question it, Amen, Hallelujah, Praise God. Uh, uh, to think wrong things, let that word be a discerner, Amen. You don't you don't try to figure out how he's going to bless you. You just believe he is, Amen. And, and 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 this is what Keith Moore said that helped me because I kind of I kind of I, I was kind of getting a little bit because I had another little attack that added on to the, some of the other stuff, and I was trying to I, I was almost thinking like. I'm I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. You know, Lord. How long? How much am I going to have to put up with? And 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 and, you know, I realize I'm I'm called to help people. You know, and a help person could help people a whole lot more than somebody who's helping himself along, the way. You know, and and then then I saw it, and Keith Moore said, he said that's what your faith is for that's what your faith is for when you don't have the answer right away that's what faith is amen if you don't got faith then you start talking like that and so I repented real quick and I got willing and obedient real quick <laughs> changed, my, changed my everything you, you, you know hallelujah and I'll suffer for Jesus amen but I'm not going to have to suffer long I promise you and, I, and you know it's like I mean, I mean, I'm not eating donkey's heads when I can afford them oh <sighs> Believe the Bible, believe God authored it and breathed it. Yes. Yes. Number two, study the Word, read and study the Word, know God's Word, make it a priority. Yes. Hallelujah, and keep increasing. You know the weightlifters, when you start lifting weight and you start working out, if you've got a good trainer, they'll see where you're at. You know, and maybe they'll, at the first week they'll set a maximum on your bench press. You know, they'll they'll, they'll set a max. And then they'll take a certain percentage of that, and that's what you work out with, and you do reps. And then after so many weeks of doing those reps, then they'll try to increase, or they'll increase the the amount of the rep. Little by little, but you're always increasing. Then they'll, they'll, say I started out with 75, then I go to 85, you know. Then I go to 90. Well, if you stay with that, you shouldn't be at 90 in six years. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? And that's the way with the Word of God, amen, we get stronger. And our faith will hold more, and our faith will do more, and we increase. So believe the Bible, believe God authored it and breathed it, read it and study it, know God's Word. Renew your mind with the Word, exchange your thoughts for His thoughts that are found in His Word. Number three, honor the Word by really, truly, once and for all. This is the final authority. What the Word of God said is bigger than what any doctor says, bigger than what my cousin says, bigger than anything, bigger than what my head tries to tell me. I believe the Word of God. It's alive and powerful. Amen. Hallelujah. So renew your mind with the Word. Exchange your thoughts for His thoughts that are found in the Word. And honor God by making it the final authority. Trouble should not weigh in heavier than the Word. God's Word's the answer. Amen. Number four, obey God's Word. Yeah. Be a doer of the Word. Obedience is the key that opens the door to yeah. the blessing. Yeah. Rightly divided, walking with God. It's simple. Jesus said it's so simple a child could understand it. Amen. But we've just had a lot of fancy preachers making it complicated. Yeah. God is confused. Hallelujah. Obedience is the key that opens the door to the blessing. Number five, use your mouth as a weapon... To launch covenant talk. Speak the word. You have to say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Praise God. No matter what, I'm healed. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet, I'm healed. And I'm happy. Praise God. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Obedience is the key that opens the, the door. Use your mouth as a weapon to speak covenant talk. Now, number six is labor into rest. Labor into that rest. There's a uh, Hebrews chapter four, uh, and, and, and to do this, you have to have confidence for God's love for you. And this is what all of Satan's tricks and temptations are for. Because if he can tempt you to violate something in your life that you know that's not right, and cause you to do something, what's the next thing he does? He causes you to speak unbelief, doubt, worry, and, and fear. What's the next thing that he does? Say you're done. You're done, bud. God ain't going to hear you. He don't even like you. Whiner, you just whine. Why do you think his ears are open to your prayers? All you do is whine. He ain't listening to you. And and that's a lie because he loves you. Amen. But what happens? We limit God ourselves and we stop believing. He's a a sneaky snake. Amen. But now we have to refuse to worry. So you've got to know he loves you. I mean, He sent me here to tell you He loves you this morning. He loves you no matter where you're at, what you've been through. You know, maybe you're worried and afraid all the time. He still loves you. Hallelujah. Maybe you can't, you know, press into this. Amen. Gaining a little ground is better than none. And it'll come and He'll it'll will to do His good pleasure. Amen. He, he's working. He's still working on us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, Hebrews 4 is about that rest, and you can read that this afternoon. But labor to enter into a rest of faith. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean you don't do nothing for the kingdom, because when you're in the kingdom, you just, you, His light shines through you, His power flows through you. You love people. You're moved with compassion. You're led by the Spirit. You know, you might be walking down the street, and there's a homeless guy, and the Lord says, go, go talk to him. Tell, him. tell him I love him. You know, and you do something like that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Or somebody at work or something. Amen, you just you just throw a little nugget here, a little nugget there as God leads you. Or sometimes you just pray. Yes. Amen, pra- prayer's got to break walls down yes. sometimes before the gospel will. Yes. So, but but resting in faith, I'm trusting God, I'm believing God. I can't earn this. Yes. Amen, I can't earn this. I can't earn my healing. Amen, I can't. But I believe, and I believe I rest. Amen, hallelujah. And I'm not waiting until I, I have no more pain. Till I'm happy, I'm happy. Praise God, and the pain's got to go. You can't stay. It just can't stay. Amen. Hallelujah. Until you learn to rest in faith, the rest of faith, you limit the fullness of the blessing from working in your life. He wants us to enter into His rest. Amen. Amen. And once you enter into that rest, then the blessing can do its work. Amen. Uh, Believe God. uh, Number seven, walk in love. Refuse to be selfish and fearful. Amen. Refuse to be selfish and fearful. Walk in love. Amen. Hallelujah. That's that's hard sometimes. Number eight, pray. Brother Copeland always said every failure in life is a prayer failure. Pray and commune with God. Stir up the spirit of might. Amen. See, if we just pray a little bit, we're liable to let our mind get in and make a decision that's that's not the Spirit of God, and we could have waited just a little bit longer and and heard from heaven. Amen. And then last, don't quit. Uh, Be consistent and remain patient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, we're not giving up. And I'm telling you, uh, it's good in the end. I've read the book. We win, no matter what the weapon is. Amen. Well, Father, we thank you that your word is forever settled in heaven. We honor you and bless you. We thank you, Lord God, that as the word was sown, it goes in the good ground of our hearts. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We're not just hearers. We're doers of your word. You're still working on us. Your grace is sufficient. Your grace carries us while we're we're not exactly right. You still love us and you're still helping us as much as we let you. And we're learning how, Lord. We're learning how to let you work strong in our lives. Stronger and stronger and stronger. Glory to God. Because you're not a man that you should lie. This word is alive and sharper than any two-edged sword and we believe it and we receive it. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Father, we just speak your blessing on the service tonight. Lord, uh, have your way in this place. Bless Brother Wes and uh, uh, put fresh oil on him and uh, We just thank you for great things, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you.